This just in, J.J. Watt signed a two-year, $31 million contract with the Arizona Cardinals, and we need to talk about it next week on the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and for the time being, over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Updated depth charts went out Sunday morning. Uh, If you do not currently get a copy of these, you may DM me on Instagram and Twitter. You can hit me up on Messenger uh yeah i'll be happy to send them out they're fucking free for christ's sake so get in on it yeah we're not going to talk about jj watt today uh or the rest of the week um not because i'm pissed that he didn't sign with the packers the packers actually could not fucking afford him if you actually looked at the depth charts um it's just a plain simple fact that we're moving north east south west we're moving clockwise here people Moving clockwise, yes, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big get for Arizona. But we do need to deal with the NFC South today. Um, And then later this week we will have the AFC South. And I am also going to probably have another bonus show in here uh, this week. We'll kind of take a look at the uh, free agents um, <clears throat> found a nice little spot where I can kind of look at the uh, contracts uh, from previous year, from the previous year, and kind of what to expect. Uh, whether that number is going to fluctuate up or down, uh, we can kind of even talk about you know where they might land. But that's not until later this week. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I wanted to keep this podcast under an hour. Um. We're already at almost three minutes. Oh, my God. So let's get going here. We're going to start with the Atlanta Falcons offense. We do have a new head coach in Atlanta in Arthur Smith. Comes over as from as the, <laughs> God damn it, the former Tennessee Titans offensive coordinator. Uh, offensive coordinator Dave Ragon. Also new, of course. Everybody should be new in fucking Atlanta. They need to really really fix this whole fucking mess up. Arthur Smith, you would probably expect. Um, they were going also, you know, old school uh, approach, uh, focusing more on the running game and then doing the play action pass off of that. Um, so let's kind of take a look. Let's go through. Let's go through the position by positions, huh? Shall we? Let's start at uh, quarterback where you got one Matt Ryan who surprisingly, surprisingly, Finished in the blue, light blue. Uh, so, it's you know, he's basically a good player. Um, can't really fault him for that, even though he kind of makes some stupid fucking mistakes the last, like, three or four years. Um, 
One of them signing that big contract in Atlanta. He should have moved on. Uh, backing him up, you have Matt Schaub, per usual. Uh, and then future reserve, Kurt Benkert. He's going to be there forever. He's never going to get elevated. Kurt Benkert is not very good. Fullback, we got Keith Smith coming back. Uh, we'll have to see what happens here. How this offense changes, I would expect them to actually keep a fullback back there. Um, <clears throat> but uh, they didn't really use one in Tennessee. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. So, but we'll see what happens there. Keith Smith, uh, very good fullback. Uh, running backs, you have Todd Gurley, free agency. Uh, Brian Hill, free agent, which leaves Ito Smith and Quadre Allison. Also on there is future reserve Tony Brooks-James. Uh, everybody is basically, you know, Todd Gurley, slightly below average. Brian Hill, average. Ito Smith, average. Quadre Allison, horrible. Uh, Tony Brooks-James, way under average. Um, they're going to... I mean, this this is like the prime spot for a rookie running back in this draft, wouldn't you say? I would. Fucking low contract, you know, lower than most starting running backs at least. Um, so I would expect them to attack running back uh, definitely in this draft. Looking at the tight end position, you have Hayden Hurst rated out as average. Uh, Luke Stocker, his backup, is going to be hit free agency. Jaden Graham, uh, below average tight end we move to wide receivers of course on the one side you do have julio jones still rated really really well he was actually the highest rated wide receiver on the team uh backing him up is one christian blake slightly below average uh he's nothing more than you know a journeyman once you know if atlanta would happen to cut him not going to be anything special on the other side you have calvin ridley who finished slightly finished a tick uh, below Julio Jones with the light, light blue. Uh, Laquan Treadwell, his backup, is hitting free agency. He's gone. I wouldn't sign him either. Uh, Olamide Zakisis, uh should be the primary backup for Calvin Ridley. Uh, finished slightly above average. Chris Rowland is the future reserve wide receiver here. In the slot, you do have Russell Gage graded out as good. Uh, and then Brandon Powell would be his primary backup. Uh, both uh, Brandon Powell is, you know, slightly smaller in stature, uh, wide receiver, so he really can't fit on the outside. He's primarily a slot guy. He finished average. Uh, real quick, kickers Young Ho Koo is hitting free agency, so it's going to be interesting to see if they resign him. Uh, he had a pretty decent year this year. Uh, Elliot Fry, future reserve kicker. They could use him, although Elliot Fry really did not rate out very well at all. Uh, now we do the offensive line. We move from left to right left tackle. Jake Matthews graded out as good as backup Matt Gano, uh, below average. Willie Beavers, future reserve offensive tackle. Justin McCray at left guard is hit as a free agent, uh, graded out slightly below average. James Carpenter, his backup average. Alex Mack at center is hitting free agency, though they are they are going to let him go. Uh, Matt Hennessy is backup below average. Chris, blah, 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 Chris, Chris Lindstrom at right guard. His backup is really only 
James Carpenter from the left side, or Willie Wright, future reserve guard. Uh, Kayla McGarry at right tackle, uh, finished slightly above average there, and his backup, John Wetzel, uh, is a free agent and finished at average. So there's going to be some movement on this offensive line. We're going to have to see what happens here uh, at left guard and at center. Uh, Would expect them to probably attack it again in uh, the draft. That's where McGarry and Lindstrom came from. Uh, a couple of years ago. So we'll have to see what happens here. Uh, there's going to be a lot of movement, uh, particularly at offensive line and at running back. So he wants to start with a clean slate. Arthur Smith can uh, really uh, focus on those two spots right there. Moving on to the defense, you have new defensive coordinator Dean Pease and special teams coordinator Marquise Williams. Don't really know much about DNPs, although uh, right now we have them as slated as a 4-3 defense. Um, Move from weak side to strong side. Uh, Dante Fowler at defensive end, created below average. His backup, Alan Bailey, uh, average. And Jacob Tualate Mariner, slightly below average. D-tackle, Tyler Davidson. I thought he was going to rate out a little bit better, but he did not. He rated as average. His backup uh, rated average as well. And Marlon Davidson. And then John Comiskey bringing up the rear, uh, graded slightly above average. Grady Jarrett, he's in the blue. The lightest blue we can get, but hey, Grady Jarrett, hell of a player. I would not, it would not surprise me um, to see Grady Jarrett maybe get traded if they can. Um, this is a lot of teams are going to be, you know, struggling with the cap except, you know, for the top, like the top 10, which are, you know, 20, what, 20, 25 million under the cap right now. So we'll have to see what happens there. Grady Jarrett, I would expect to be an actual trade candidate, uh, as backup, uh, Deadrin Sanat graded above average, uh, slightly below good, you know, Grant Sully was actually pretty good. Uh, Chris Slayton, future reserve D-tackle. Uh, then they have a real big open spot on the strong side with Stephen Means uh, hitting free agency, and Charles Harris is back up also hitting free agency. Both were uh, average players. Weak side linebacker, you have Michael Walker, uh, graded as you know pretty good. Uh, middle linebacker Deion Jones, slightly above average. His backup, Le- Leroy. God, I wanted to say Leroy Jenkins, but it's Leroy Reynolds, uh, rated as average. He's going to be hitting free agency. Uh, Foyasaid Olakan on the strong side, he rated average. His backup, Edmund Robinson, is hitting free agency. So outside of the starters at linebacker, they're really going to be hurting for depth here. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens here. I will next week, I think I'm going to try and put in the uh, 2021 draft picks, uh, you know, for where they are right now. Uh, so we can kind of get an idea how many um, in total these teams have and kind of run through it. Um it's also going to be kind of nice. I'll have them listed on the offensive on the offensive play uh, offensive side of the uh, slides here. So 
you can kind of get an idea and kind of take a look, you know, but with both the offense and defense and see, you can kind of get an idea roughly once we get uh, the draft, kind of like that draft guide out. It's, it's going to be the same style as kind of last year. I changed a couple things up just to kind of clean it up and make everything a lot better for everybody. But uh, you'll be able to kind of see, you can kind of pick out kind of where teams are going to go in the draft. I'm using uh, uh, Pro Football Focus, NFL.com, and ESPN again, and just kind of using their ratings <clears throat> as far as, um, you know, overall and within their uh, respective groupings of, you know, player groupings like, you know, uh, D tackles, um, offense, you know, offensive tackles, stuff like that, running backs. Um, so, and that's going to be a real bitch for me to really kind of keep updating, but I'm going to do it. So you're welcome. Um, but you'll be able to kind of see who's rising, who's falling stuff like that. And you can kind of get an idea, uh, where players are going to be going. All right, let's get back to this. So safeties. All right. Free safeties. Demonte Kazee, the starter, free agent, rated slightly above average. His backup, Sherrod Niesman, also a free agent, rated slightly above average. Uh, future reserve, TJ Green there. Strong safety, Keanu Neal, slightly above average, free agent. His backup in Jalen Hawkins, slightly above average, not a free agent. They're going to be hurting at safety as well. This is going to be a high turnover, high, high turnover for this defense. Could work out really well in some spots. It's going to be really bad again. This defense is not going to be good, no matter what they do with the rookie selection. So uh, we can expect that we can attack Atlanta again. All right, so left side, corner, Kendall Sheffield rated below average. Uh, his backup, Bleedy Ray Wilson, free agent, rated slightly above average. Uh, Chris Williamson, future reserve corner. On the other side, you have uh, last year's rookie in A.J. Terrell, rated slightly above average. He actually came on late in the season, so I have some really high hopes for A.J. Terrell. Um, but, I mean... Overall, this defense is going to be absolutely fucking horrid. He's probably going to get caught up in the mix. Uh, his backup, Isaiah Oliver, rated average. Tyler Hall, wow, should not be on an NFL roster. Delrick Abrams Jr., future reserve corner. And then in the slot, you do have one Darquez Denard, rated slightly above average. Uh, and then, of course, punter Sterling Hofrika. Hofrika. Rated as good. Eight offensive free agents, nine defensive free agents for a total of 17. Currently, Atlanta, as of Sunday morning, remember, these come out during the weekend. $15.8 million over the expected salary cap. So they have some work to do. They have to rework some contracts. A lot of teams have to get the contracts reworked. So pay attention. Uh, the number will move. They'll get there by uh, the start of the new year. All righty. 
Carolina Panthers. We're starting on the offense. Nothing has changed on the offensive side in terms of coaches. We still have head coach Matt Rule. Offensive quarter, uh, quarter, coordinator Joe Brady. At quarterback, four right now, there are trade rumors with this guy. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater rated slightly above average. There has been rumors that uh, San Francisco was actually inquiring about Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, whether or not that's actually going to come to fruition or not is, you know, remains to really be seen. Um, I think most of it was predicated on whether or not Carolina is going to be able to get a trade for Deshaun Watson with the Houston Texans. Uh, that whole that whole situation. Ooh, I can't wait to get to that on uh, later this week. But uh, Teddy Bridgewater for now. Uh, we always knew he was going to be a bridge quarterback for some for Carolina. He was not going to be the end all be all answer. So we'll see what happens. I have Philip Walker as the backup, rated average uh, over Will Greer. Will uh, obviously this had this coaching staff does not see anything in Will Greer. When they brought in Philip Walker, it I mean pretty much. He's kind of a Teddy Bridgewater clone, although I think Phil Walker's better. He's a little bit shorter, though. That's a problem. Um, so Will Greer is really going to get lost in a shuffle here. Tommy Stevens would be the fourth quarterback on the roster. He rated as good, but it's fucking Tommy Stevens. Fullback, our Alex Armagh is a free agent. He rated as average. And then, of course, you have Christian McCaffrey as the head uh tailback here rated as good mike davis uh free agent although i could see them resigning him uh to continue to back up cmc uh he rated the exact same almost the exact same as christian mccaffrey it was really eerie uh rodney smith backing up he's rated as good trenton cannon uh rated as slightly above average miles hartfield who is actually a corner but he plays running back as well doesn't really list it in a lot of spots. You'll see him either at corner or you'll see them listing him at running back. I think I have him listed on both pages. So he rated as average. Reggie Bonifon got hurt later in the year, uh, rated slightly above average. Uh, place kicker Joey Sly as average. He got uh, Liram. I'm not going to try and say it again. Future reserve kicker. Um, let's go on to the tight ends. Ian Thomas rated slightly, ab- not even slightly above, uh, uh, below average. He is fucking below average. He, I'm surprised he rated that high, and it's got to be because of his blocking. Um, I would have expected him to be in the freaking toilet. That dude, good luck if you think that he's ever going to have any fantasy football value. Uh, Chris Manhurts is back up. Hitting free agency, he rated as average. Colin Thompson as well, average. Colin Thompson actually didn't look too bad when he was out on the field. It was kind of funny. Um, pardon me, hiccups. Giovanni Ricci, uh, future reserve tight end, as is Steven Sullivan, future reserve. Uh, we move to the wide receivers. You have DJ Moore, rated as good. Brandon Zilstra, his backup, rated slightly below average, as did Keith Kirkwood, Keith Kirkwood. I think Keith Kirkwood blew out a knee too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, 
you get towards the end of the year, they don't list them as IR guys. They just list them on the team. So I have to check into that. Uh, two future reserve guys, Ishmael Hyman and Market Michael. On that side, we move to the opposite side, and then you have Robbie Anderson, who was rated as pretty good. He was pretty fucking good. That connection with him and Coach Matt Rule, that came into fruition. We did talk about that before draft season. So that was really interesting. Wasn't completely on it. If you were, I said, you know, hey, uh, if you can get the value on him, you can get the value on him. You can try him out, see if it works. If he did it, paid off, man. Really paid off. Pharaoh Cooper. I don't know why he's listed as a future reserve. That should have been free agent. Oh, my goodness. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. I get that, cats and kittens. I'll take care of that. I just did that. Just literally right there. Farrell Cooper rated as average. Uh, last year rookie, uh, Omar Bayless. Uh, was behind here. Did not see any action whatsoever. Uh, he was mostly on the practice squad, but they have uh, kept him as more of an uh, on the active roster. Uh, Ventel Bryant and Amara Darbao, future reserve guys. Darbao was a rookie last year, if I'm not mistaken. Ventel Bryant, I believe, is a third-year guy. Uh, and then you have in the slot, Curtis Samuel. <laughs> They're all rated as good. He's hitting free agency, though, so they'll have to fill that slot. We'll see what happens here uh, come the free ag- come free agency. Uh, this offensive line is made up of almost all free agents. Starting on the left side, Russell Okun, free agent, rated as, you know, pretty good. Greg, Greg Little, his backup, below average, but he's not a free agent. Left guard. Michael Schofield, rated slightly below average. He's a free agent. His backup, Dennis Daly, rated slightly above average. Not a free agent. Center, Matt Paradis, slightly above average. Not a free agent. His backup, though, Tyler Larson, rated slightly above average. But he's a free agent. Sam Tecklenburg, future reserve center. Right guard. John Miller, rated slightly above average. Free agent, his backup, Chris Reed, rated slightly above average. Also, free agent, Taylor Moten at right tackle. Highest rated offensive lineman with the baby blue, which means he's rated pretty damn good. Free agent. His backup, Trent Scott, rated slightly above average, not a free agent. And then last but not least, Matt Kasky, no rating because he didn't take a snap, not a free agent. So on the off- along, just with the offensive lineman alone, you have one, two, three, four, five, six guys. A lot of work to do. Either you're doing it in the draft or you're taking a look. You're taking a look in free agency. So it'll be interesting to see what goes on here if they resign any guys. Uh, Okun, if I'm not mistaken, really wants out of Carolina. Um, don't blame him. I kind of don't blame him. Eh, 
maybe I kind of blame him. But then again, I don't. Moving on to the defense, nothing's changed here as far as the coaches. Uh, they have made a lot, a lot of cuts, uh, at least for early in the year here. Uh, 2D tackles uh, in Kwan Short and Woodrow Hamilton. Uh, free safety in Natral Jamerson. Uh, Jam- God, Jamerson. Uh, Stephen Weatherly, defensive end, he was cut. And Michael Pilardi, punter, cut. We start on the weak side along the defensive line at DN. Effie Obata, uh, rated as average. Yetter Gross Matos is back up, is slightly below. D tackle, Derek Brown, slightly above average. His backup is only a future reserve guy for right now. Uh, Mike Panasiuk. 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 Bravion Roy. Rated slightly below, or not slightly, rated below average is at the other D-tackle spot. Uh, his backup, Zach Kerb, rated in the blue. He didn't really get a lot of playing time. But he just kind of excelled in the five plays that he played. Uh, strong side defensive end, Brian Burns, rated as good. His backup, Marquise Haynes, slightly below average, as is Austin Larkin. So they have a hole right there in the middle. Right in the middle. Which, I mean, I know they need to improve. They could just get gashed by the running game, but Jesus Christ. Let's do linebackers, and you'll see what I mean, how badly they could get gashed here. And it could be even worse than the last two years. Holy shit. So, all right. Weak side linebacker, you have Shaq Thompson, uh, rated uh, below average. His backup, Julian Stanford, rated pretty good. Uh, he's a free agent, but they do have Christian Miller back, who was a COVID opt-out. In the middle, though, <clears throat> granted, these guys aren't very good, okay? Tahir Whitehead is the starter at middle linebacker. He's a free agent, really poorly rated. His backup in a Darius Taylor, also a free agent, rated below average. All they have left for middle linebacker right now is three Future reserve guys. That is Daniel Batoli, Clay Johnston, and Chris Orr. Johnson, when he get got the playing time, rated slightly above average. Chris Orr, below average. So they're really going to be hurting. They're really going to be hurting. And this is the reason why Jeremy Chin is playing some linebacker. I have him listed as a starter. I want to move him back to safety, but I can't right now until they make these fucking moves. Jeremy Chin, rated average. His backup, Jermaine Carter Jr., above average. Jordan Mack is a COVID opt-out returnee this year. I want to see what happens. I want to see what they do in the draft and free agency. They need to move Chin back to his original safety position. Or at least maybe they can move Chin to a slot corner spot. Um, but I would expect he, he's a hell of a player. Had a shitload of tackles. You know, had a had a couple of turnovers here and there. They need to get him back in the safety position so he's on the field every play. But put, get him back to his natural position, 
please. So we do move back to the free safety spot, and you have Trey Trey Boston, slightly below average. His backup, Sean Chandler, is a future reserve guy, rated slightly above average. Uh, Justin Burris at strong safety, uh, rated as average. His backup is average as well, and Sam Franklin. And then you have Kenny Robinson, uh, slightly above average, bringing up the rear. Corners. Rasul Douglas. Rasul Douglas. Slightly above average free agent. His backup in Stanley Thomas Oliver III. You would think with that name he would be rated highly, but you'd be wrong. He's rated as average. Flip to the other side. Dante Jackson. Actually didn't play too well or uh, too bad. Uh, Dante Jackson. I have him listed as a starter. A couple of other sites I looked at have Corn Elder listed as a starter. I said, no, it's fucking Dante Jackson, rated as good. Corn Elder, slightly above average. And then, of course, you have Miles Hartsfield in the running back slash cornerback uh, as average. Tony Pride Jr. is slated to start as the nickel corner. Oh, my goodness. I said Tony Pride. I meant Troy Pride. Troy Pride sucks. Sucks. He could get better, but oh, 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 my God. Was he getting his ass handed to him all around the field? All right. Last but certainly not least, we have the punter, Joseph Charlton, rated as good. <coughs> Total free agents. 11 on the offensive side, 4 on the defensive side, bringing a total for the team at 15. The Carolina Panthers are... million under the rumored cap. How about them apples? Now we move on to uh, the New Orleans Saints. Hey, how are we doing, guys? Uh, Nothing has changed on the offensive side in terms of the coaching staff. Um, But we do have a little bit of an issue here at cornerback. Drew Brees hasn't officially retired, and it's also been rumored that he cut a shitload of salary off his contract and is only going to get paid the veteran minimum. But apparently that's not going to take effect until the beginning of the new year. Um, The new NFL year, not fucking New Year's Day. So his salary is still on the cap, and it's an exorbitant amount over the cap, right? He's trying to help them uh, save money, try to get below that. We'll see what happens here. Um, but when you look at the salary cap available, the salary cap number, that's still with a full bore Drew Brees contract on there. So take it with a grain of salt. All right. His backup, Taysom Hill, rated slightly above average. Oh, Drew Brees. He's okay. He read it out okay. Taysom Hill, slightly above average. Jameis Winston, free agent, expected to re-sign with New Orleans. Um, We'll see what happens there. Uh, Rated below average, though. He only saw a couple of plays here and there, so I'm not going to really put that all in him. Future reserve guy, Trevor Simeon. (laughs) Poor Trevor. Fullback, Mike Burton, rated slightly above average, free agent. And then at 
at the tailback position. Alvin Kamara and Latavius Murray, both rated in the blue, the baby blue. So that's really good for them. Uh, Dwayne Washington, free agent, rated slightly below. Well, not slightly below, below average. Ty Montgomery, rated above average. Free agent, Tony Jones Jr., uh, future reserve guy. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do at running back. Um, definitely if... Washington and Montgomery are gone. You're, you're going to see Jones actually make it onto the active roster. Um, whether or not they actually go after a running back in the draft, that remains to be seen. I doubt it, to be completely honest. So, uh, Tight ends. Jared Cook, slightly above average. He gone. He's a free agent. Adam Troutman should overtake or should take over as the starting tight end here in New Orleans. He rated actually as pretty Pretty darn good in the dark green. His back, uh, the backup, Josh Hill, uh, rated slightly above average. Garrett Griffin, future reserve, rated slightly above average. Ethan Wolf, future reserve. Uh, and then you got two other tight ends in Colwick and Jason Vanderlaan. COVID opt-outs coming back. So they, as of right now, have six tight ends on their roster. A couple of those guys are going to be gone, though. You can expect that. All righty. Wide receivers. You got Michael Thomas still rated uh, really well, uh, even though in the games that he played, it didn't really do anything great outside of one game. Uh, backup Marquez Callaway, rated slightly above average, uh, like Marquez Callaway. Jawan Johnson, rated as average. Benny Fowler, who should hit free agency rated under uh, below average. Jake Lampman, future reserve, wide receiver. On the other side, you have Emmanuel Sanders, uh, rated as pretty good. Uh, his backup, Deontay Harris, who we like. He's a return guy, uh, but he rated as uh, good. And then little Jordan Humphrey, future reserve, slightly above average. In the slot, of course, Traquan Smith. Rated slightly above average. This is a make or break year for Traquan. Sorry, it is. Place kicker, Will Lutz. They don't have to worry about kicker. They got a good one. Rated slightly above average, though. Had kind of a down year. Offensive line, we're going to move left to right as usual. Left tackle, Teron Armstead. Uh, rated and in the blue, uh, the baby blue. Very good. Uh, his backup in James Hurst. Uh, slightly above average free agent. Right guard, you have Andrus Pete, rated slightly above average. He's coming down. His rating heaps coming down. Told you they didn't, should not have fucking signed him to that goddamn new deal. Uh, his backup, Derek Kelly, slightly below, uh, slightly above average. Uh, Eric McCoy, the starting center. Rated a uh, little bit above average. Backup in Will Clapp, average. Uh, last year's rookie, Cesar Ruiz, uh, slightly below average rating there. Uh, the only other offensive guard uh, backup here is Calvin Throckmorton, future reserve guy. Ryan Ramzak brings us to the right tackle position. Rated as good. Ramzak's always been good. Teron Armstead, Ryan Ramzak. Both really good. 
Ethan Greenridge, the backup, rated slightly below average. So, I mean, they got their starters pretty much in place. They just need to really add kind of some depth along the offensive line. We'll have to see once we get uh, the number of picks that they have on there, uh, how much of that's going to go towards the offensive line or if they try to attack in free agency. But, I mean, they're way above the cap right now, so it remains to be seen. All right, New Orleans Saints defense. We started along the defensive line, starting the weak side. Trey Hendrickson, uh, rated good. Uh, free agent, though. His backup, Marcus Davenport, same rating. Uh, may over, may take that spot if Trey, they let Trey Hendrickson go. Might have to assume the full-time role, although he's more of a pass rusher uh, specialist. So the backup, Noah Spence, didn't see any time. He got hurt, free agent. Uh, Marcus Willoughby, future reserve DN there. Uh, D-tackle, Malcolm Brown, rated good. His backup, Shy Tuttle, rated good. Uh, and then Malcolm Roach bringing up the rear, rated woof, 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 woof. Rated woof, woof, woof. So you know what that means in red. David Onyamata. I hope I said that right. I hope I said it right. David Onyamata. Sounds right. Highest rated defensive player on the team, though. Really, really good there. His backup, Sheldon Rankins. Um, rated slightly above average. He'll be a free agent. Backup, Jalen Dalton. Did not play a snap. So we don't have a rating there. Ryan Glasgow, future reserve D tackle there. Cameron Jordan on the, on the strong side. Uh, rated in the light blue means really really well uh he was basically i believe if i remember the numbers correctly he was second to Anumata uh for the t for the defensive side of the team backup carl granderson slightly above average not bad for a backup they could move granderson granderson could play more of a full-time role or at least the early down role on that other side if they wanted to leave Davenport as just being the pass rush special, uh, the, the pass rush specialist, which I wouldn't keep out of the realm of possibilities of them doing. Weak side linebacker Alex Anzalone is hitting free agency. He's an average linebacker. His backup Quan Alexander also rated as average. Uh, Chase Hansen, future reserve linebacker, rated slightly above average. The middle linebacker in Demario Davis. Whew, Rated as good. Rated really good. Uh, Craig Robertson, his backup, is a free agent, but Craig Robertson sucks. Zach Bond on the strong side. Rated above average. Caden uh, Ellis, his backup, rated poorly. Poorly, poorly, poorly. And then I'll, they have another future reserve guy in Andrew Dowell at the linebacker position. Free safety, Marcus Williams, rated good. Buddy's hitting free agency. His backup in DJ Swearinger, uh, who was slightly above average, is actually a free agent as well. They have two strong safeties. Starter Malcolm Jenkins, slightly above average. His backup, JT Gray, rated pretty good. There's a lot of switching around here. Um, you could also include Patrick Robert Robinson in there. We'll have to see what happens. Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson can also play at the safety position, as is 
PJ Williams. So uh, there's a lot of moving around that they can do, uh, especially for the free uh, free safety position um, with a one of their guys that are technically listed as corners. So Marshawn Lattimore on the left side, rated as average, had a really down year this year. Uh, we'll have to see if he can have a bounce back here. His backup, Ken Crawley, was actually rated in the blue, but he's a free agent. His uh, Another backup, Justin Hardy, free agent, slightly above average. And then you have Grant Haley, future reserve corner, rated slightly below. On the other side, Janoris Jenkins, rated above average. P.J. Williams, finally hitting free agency, rated below average. Uh, Johnson Betamosi, did not see the field, free agent. Uh, they'll let him go to Keith Washington Jr., future reserve corner. And then in the slot, you have uh, both Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and Patrick Robinson. Like I said, a lot of this stuff's going to be switching in and out uh, there, but the both were rated slightly above average, as was punter Thomas Morstead. Uh, they also have a second punter, actually, on the team in Blake Gilligan. Whether or not he makes it remains to be seen. Offensive free agents, 7. Defensive free agents, 11. Total free agents, 18. 66.4 million over the cap. Like I said, take it with a grain of salt because they are doing stuff with the contracts. They're just not taking effect yet. So keep an eye on it. Like I said, they're reworking a deal. with. They already reworked a deal with Breeze. It's just not going to show up on the cap until the beginning of the uh, new year. So. Last but certainly not least, who do we got? Uh, bullshit. Bullshit Super Bowl champions. Bullshit. Bullshit. I hate this fucking team. Ugh. I kind of hate it just because we didn't know where the ball was always going at every single fucking time. My God, Brady, can you pick a favorite fucking target and stick with it? No? All right. Well, let's go here. I kind of want to say just fuck it, but we're not. Start a quarterback. Coaching staff is all together again. Staying together. Let's win another one for Tom. Quarterback, Tom Brady. Rated elite. Elite for everybody. Uh, Both of his backups in Blaine Gabbert and Ryan Griffin are free agents, so that's going to be actually kind of interesting to see who they back up. I would assume that they're just going to re-sign Blaine Gabbert, uh, who actually rated as average, but, I mean, I don't know exactly how you're rating kneel downs <laughs> for the most part. Uh, no fullback, so we go right to the tailbacks here. Ronald Jones the second, rated pretty good. Uh, Leonard Fournette hitting free agency, slightly above average. Keyshawn Vaughn, last year's rookie sensation who did almost next to nothing, rated average. LaShawn McCoy hitting free agency. Kenyon Barner hitting free agency, both rated as average. TJ Logan, free agent. And CJ Procise, they actually brought in late in the year. I don't believe he was on the active roster, though, for the Super Bowl. Rated slightly uh, below average, so <sighs> they got three running backs. They're gonna have to get probably a fourth in there. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of free agents on this fucking team. Let's go to tight end Rob Gronkowski. Rated pretty well. Uh, 
free agent this year. We'll have to see if they resign him. I uh, believe he was $9 million last year, so we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, O.J. Howard should be back. He was actually rated pretty well uh, in the light blue, so it was pretty high for him. Cameron Brait rated slightly above average. Uh, Tanner Hudson rated as average. Anthony Eau rated as below average, and he is a free agent. Cody McElroy never played a snap. I don't even know how the fuck he's on the active roster, to be completely honest with you. Let's go to wide receivers. We got Mike Evans rated pretty good. Scotty Miller, his backup rated as slightly above average. Tyler Johnson, last year's rookie, rated pretty good. Jaden Mickens, free agent, pretty good. Travis Johnson, Ah, he's got no rating. All right, we can't do anything there. Chris Godwin on the other side, free agent, but there is talk that he might, if they can't get a good extension for him, that uh, they will franchise tag him. And he said he's already ex- he'll he'll just accept it. He's not going to fight it. Wants to try to win another ring, especially in a year where the salary cap comes down. Can't really blame him. Backup Justin Watson, rated average. Uh, Josh Pearson, no rating, didn't play. And Cyril Grayson, rated poorly. Mm. You don't play Cyril Grayson. You don't play Cyril Grayson. Oh, who are we missing? Who are we missing at wide receiver? Oh, one Antonio Brown. He was a slot wide receiver. He ended up being a slot wide receiver. Set in free agency, was rated in the blue. So he played very well when he was on the field. Um, curious to see what happens there. Antonio Brown really, I don't think, is going to get another chance with another team. Um, so I think it's either Tampa Bay or nothing. Move on to the offensive line, or do you want to do the place kicker first? Should we do the place kicker? Let's do a place kicker. Ryan Suckup, free agent. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. All right, all right. I think they should. Uh, I think they should resign Ryan Sucker because he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he was. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. You know who else was pretty good? Left tackle Donovan Smith. He was pretty good. He was pretty good. His backup in Josh Wells, uh, rated slightly above average. He is hitting free agency. Left guard, studying left guard, Ali Marpet, uh, rated in the light blue. Very very good. Uh, not much for backups. You know as far as. Uh, guys that have played. So John Malkin uh, gets moved in there. Did not play, but COVID opt-out, returnee, Brad Seaton will be the backup. I don't think he's going to steal that spot back uh, from Ali Marpet. So center, Ryan Jensen, rated slightly above average his backup in aq shipley who they signed as a free agent i believe late in the year just as kind of a backup uh spot you know just in case type deal uh rated average and he's hitting free agency donnell stanley uh would be another center that's on the roster right guard alex kappa rated slightly above average his backup aaron stinney rated average Uh, and then you have backup nick leverett who rated nothing because he got no uh, time on the field. Right tackle, Tristan Wirfs, the rookie last year, rated in the light blue. Rated in light blue, so he's pretty damn good. Backup, Joel Hag, 
average ass motherfucker. He's gonna hit free agency. Nobody misses Joe Hag. Nobody goes. Yeah, you know what I gotta get a piece of? I gotta get a piece of that Joe Hag. I gotta get him on my team. Love Joe Hag. Joe Hag. Joe Hag. <laughs> Joe Hag. God. Oh, if only I had the name Joe Hag. Oh my God, what a terrible fucking name. It just sounds completely white trash. I'm just that's all I'm saying. Alrighty, so let's move to the defense. We'll start on the weak side. Uh, William Golston, slightly above average. Patrick O'Connor, his backup, slightly above average. Uh, Kobe Smith and Quinton Bell, no ratings there. Moved to nose tackle. Uh, Vita Vea in the middle, rated just below elite, so he was really, really good. Now, two backups for Vita Vea, Rakeem, Nunez, Rochez, and Steve McClendon. Both rotated when Vita Vea was out with injury. They're both free agents. Steve McClendon, slightly above average rating. Uh, Nunez Rochez was, you know, below average. Sam Renner is also a backup. Nose tackle can play D tackle as well. Uh, no rating for him. Namakasu. That son of a bitch finally got a Super Bowl ring. That D tackle son of a bitch. Rated slightly above average, hitting free agency. His backup, Khalil Davis, slightly below average. Jeremiah Ledbetter, rated pretty good. Uh, Benning, <laughs> it's it's like Potaway, uh, Potaway, Benning Potaway. Basically, you look at it, you can just say potato. It's Benning potatoes. It's Benning potatoes. All right, yeah, slightly above average. So they have some work uh, as far as depth. They're probably going to need another D tackle unless they feel that Ledbetter can either step. I think it's either Ledbetter or Patrick O'Connor. We'll have to see. Depends what they can do with the salary cap. They are below it, but we'll see what happens there. Linebackers, weak side. Jason Pierre-Paul rated above average. Anthony Nelson is backup, also rated above average. Levante David at one of the two middle linebacker spots. He is a free agent. That is one guy that they want to resign. Rated good. Rated pretty good. His backup, Jake uh, Jack Sitchi, rated slightly above average. Let's see if Sitchi can actually stay on the fucking field. Uh, his back and then backup Dion Buchanan. Dion Buchanan is a free agent. Did not see the field this year. Devin White uh, rated. See, I hate it when these dudes are rated like below average and then they like step it up in the playoffs, right? So Devin White during that late season run really stepped it up and helped that defense out, right? They would not have done what they did without fucking Devin White. He was a tackler. He turned into a fucking tackling machine. But early in the year, he was rated like worse shit. Like we're talking red, dark red rating, and he got it moved up to the orange rating, which is still below average. But it's hard to get it back up to that rating when you start out so fucking shitty. So, kudos to him, man. But he better fucking earn it this year. He better earn it. He's gone. Backup: Kevin Minter, free agent. 
rated about the same as Devin White. And then on the strong side, you have Shaquille Barrett. That's another guy that they could use the uh, franchise tag on. They're trying to work out a deal with him. Uh, so free agent Shaquille Barrett rated uh, he's pretty good. And his backup in Cam Gill, he's, he's pretty good. If anybody wants to know, the pretty good rating is the uh, light green, like it's kind of like the highlighter, green, the highlighter green. So you'll have the dark green, and then you got the highlighter green. The highlighter green is uh, it's pretty good. Free safeties, Antoine Winfield Jr., that little son of a bitch shit talker. Good for him. Good for him. Get that Super Bowl out of the way. Rated above average. Uh, backup Mike Edwards rated good, and then Javon Hagen. Uh, did not see the field, so no rating there. Jordan Whitehead is your starting strong safety, and he's rated he's he's rated pretty good. Andrew Adams, his backup, rated slightly below average. He is hitting free agency. He's probably as good as gone. Oh God, let's hit these uh, corners real quick. We'll start with Jamel Dean on the left side, rated good. His backup Ryan Smith. Slightly above average, free agent. And then if you're looking at this, you'll notice that Herb Miller, Herb, Herb, Herb Miller, Herb Miller, third string corner, elite superstar. It's because he only played like eight fucking snaps, so don't, don't think that he could be a starter if somebody's gone, all right? Other side of the field, Carlton Davis somehow somehow got above average rating. I don't know how. I don't know why. Especially when his backup in Ross Cockrell, who's a free agent, was uh, he was pretty good. And then last but certainly not least on that side, you have John Franklin III. He got hurt real early in the year and didn't see the field, so uh, no rating for him. Sean Murphy bunting. Rated out as average in the slot corner position. And then last, but certainly not least, punter Bradley Pinion. Rated good. Rated good. Not pretty good. It's good with the dark green. Offensive free agents, 15. Defensive free agents, 11. Total free agents, 26 salary cap available slightly above 24 million so this team's going to have a lot of work to do again once we get the draft selections in there um we'll be able to kind of safely see you know how they really kind of stand out um and we'll talk about it i'll once we once we get through the west next week um Maybe after I get done with the West, I'll actually uh, go through and we'll talk about how many draft selections each team's each team has versus um, free agents that they have in total. And we'll just kind of do a comparison there. I'll see what happens. Like I said, after this week, I'm on vacation for the whole next week. So um, I'll have plenty of time, even though I'm, you know, working on the ultimate fantasy football garage uh we'll see how that ends up but um we'll see what happens 
I should have a lot. Of, I got a lot of time to do stuff. It's not like I have to get up and go to work or anything like that. Kids are going to be at their mom's house, except for you know maybe me picking them up from school. So it is what it is. But until next time, this has been D. Roy, and I'll talk to you sexy sons of bitches later. Have a good one. <laughs>